Welcome to Help Me Podcast, a show designed to help you launch and grow your podcast. I am your host, Gino, and twice a week, I will release a new episode with different tips and tricks for launching and growing your podcast. From audio engineering to planning intentionally to growth tactics, each episode will be a bite-sized tip to help you podcast. Welcome. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining me. And today we're going to talk about pop filters. We're going to talk about what they are, the different kinds of pop filters that are out there, and which one is going to be best for the microphone that you're using. So first off, what is a pop filter and why do you need it? A pop filter redirects the airflow that comes out of your mouth. So sometimes when you speak, and you use words that start with hard consonants like a P or a T, there's a small rush of air that comes out of your mouth, kind of like wind. And the reason that this is a bad thing is because usually what happens when the rush of air comes out of your mouth is it hits your microphone and it overloads your microphone and it causes what's called clipping, which is basically when your microphone is too loud. And it creates this situation where your microphone is leveled properly. It's just these specific source of words that then overload your microphone. So it's this really like horrible contrast of like you sound fine, you sound fine, and then you say a word with plosive, and then it becomes, you know, not fine. And it sounds bad. And it's only on these specific words. You know, it can be very distracting to a listener, and it's definitely something you want to avoid if you're trying to record, you know, a quality sounding podcast. So that's why I'm talking about pop filters today to help you not have that bad sounding audio. And, you know, it's a simple fix and it's not an expensive fix. And if you are using a pop filter, then you can have a much better sounding recording. If you've ever been on the phone with somebody and they've been outside in the wind, you kind of know what I'm talking about, where you get that like whooshing sound and it just, you know, it sounds terrible and it's really distracting and annoying. This can happen when you're speaking next to your microphone if you're not using a pop filter. So the pop filter itself, uh, there's a couple different types of them. The most common one, especially when you're using the term pop filter, is it's a sort of circular, sort of like plastic thing maybe about three or four inches in diameter. And it basically just has a couple layers of a mesh sort of fabric. And usually you can clip it onto your microphone stand or a desk or something. And then you kind of like bend it into place in between your mouth and your microphone. If you've ever seen like a movie or a documentary or something of an artist in a studio recording vocals, then usually you'll see this pop filter in front of the microphone and you kind of know what I'm talking about. And so what the layers of mesh do, it's basically like a bunch of little tiny holes and they kind of help to redirect or slow down the wind that's coming out of your mouth when you're using these specific words that have harder consonants. Another type of pop filter is something called like a windscreen. And this is when, for example, you're watching like the news guy who's out reporting on a hurricane and you see that like big sort of foam puffy thing on top of his microphone. This is also, you know, a sort of pop filter called a windscreen that is doing the same thing. And basically, depending on which type of microphone you're using, will depend on which one of these that you're using. So for right now, I'm using a Shure SM7B. And the Shure SM7B has a couple of different, if you've ever seen it, it's the, you know, the very popular looking microphone from podcasts and broadcasting and that sort of thing. 
when you buy one, they come with two of these sort of foam pieces. One of them is a little bit thinner and one of them is a little bit thicker. It's maybe like an inch or so thick. And this one is used to help reduce the plosives. And it's used to, again, help with the rush of air that comes out of your mouth. So let me give you an example of what these plosives sound like. And I'll even just do an example with my windscreen on of my microphone here and then without my windscreen. So the hard consonants that create these plosives, usually they're letters like P and T, K, D, B. Um, those sorts of letters usually have what's called a plosive. And this is what creates that, that sort of rush of air that comes out of your mouth that can then uh, you know, negatively affect your microphone if you're not using a pop filter. So one of these old tongue twisters is actually a pretty good example of being able to test out these plosives. So the Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers, you know, all of those words start with P and they all have like the hard, harsh sounding plosives. So again, in that example, I'm using my windscreen pop filter right now. So I'll do it again with it on and then I'm going to take it off and then do it with just the microphone and you'll hear the difference between having a windscreen and not having a windscreen and, you know, why we want to be using them. So again, here we go. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. That's with the pop filter windscreen. And now we're going to take it off. And now I don't have it on and Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. So again, without the pop filter, Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. And now we're gonna put it back on. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. So hopefully you can hear that difference and I'm looking at my audio recording program now and I can see that you know every single time I hit one of those P's, it overloaded the microphone because I can see the wave that's being created is hitting the top and the bottom. And that's another indication, you know, that you're clipping and that you're overloading your microphone. So I already know that it's going to sound bad because of the visual audio representation inside of my recording program. So I hope that helps you understand why we want to avoid these plosives and why it sounds bad. And, you know, you don't want your podcast to be littered with those when you're using specific words that start with P, T, and, and those other sort of hard consonants. Now that we know that we want to avoid those plosives, it's now just a matter of picking the right pop filter or windscreen that's going to work for your microphone. So like I said, I'm using the Shure SM7 and I really like using the, the thicker sort of windscreen type of pop filter that they give you in the box. And I, I just like using the thicker one. I think it works better for the plosives. Another microphone that's pretty popular in podcasting is the Blue Yeti. I haven't seen the sort of windscreen that you can just slide over the microphone itself because it's kind of a weird microphone and it's pretty big and not to say that it's not out there, but I just haven't seen it. But with the Blue Yeti, you can definitely use the more traditional looking pop filter where you kind of clamp it onto your microphone stand and then bend it into place and put it in between your microphone and your mouth. Another microphone that um, sometimes I recommend a lot to beginners is the Rode NT-USB Mini. And I recommend this because it comes with a free recording software that is really simple to use. But if you're gonna be using this microphone, you're definitely gonna need the circular sort of pop filter that you kind of clamp to your microphone stand or your desk because it's a kind of a square looking microphone and they, they definitely don't have a windscreen that's available for this. Another microphone that could be popular in podcasting is the Shure SM58. 
Now this microphone, you can use the traditional circular sort of looking pop filter, but I've even used like the windscreen that I'm using here on my Shure SM7B. I've actually taken that off and it fits perfectly over the SM58. So I've even used that as a pop filter when I didn't want to have like the circular bendy pop filter because, you know, it's another piece of additional equipment. So the two different types of pop filters that you could be using are the more traditional pop filter, which you clamp to your microphone stand or your desk and you kind of bend it into place. And the second is the windscreen sort of pop filter that you kind of slide over your microphone and it's more so just like a foam sort of windscreen. Something to take into consideration when you're picking a pop filter is if you're doing a video podcast. If you're video recording your podcast, you know, maybe you don't want to use the more traditional circular looking pop filters because they can kind of like, you know, clutter up your space around your mic and and look a little weird and and not as visually pleasing as say a windscreen where it's just a, you know, it's going to look like a thicker foam piece on top of your microphone, but it's not as cumbersome or cluttered. So for video recording, you probably want to try to find a microphone that you can use a windscreen on. The Shure SM58 or the Shure SM7B are both microphones that you can use these on. But if you're just doing an audio recording and you know you're not using any video, then a more traditional circular pop filter will definitely get the job done. And your main priority there is getting good sounding audio quality. And you know it, it doesn't really matter that there's another piece of equipment there. You're the only one that's really going to see that. So I hope this helps you understand why a pop filter is important and to be looking out for them in the future and to make sure that you're using a pop filter or a windscreen of some form so that you can get a good sounding recording every time you record and you don't have to worry about these plosives. So thanks for joining and I will see you on the next episode. We've reached the end of the episode and if you enjoyed this podcast or you got something from it, you might be interested in my weekly newsletter that I send out every Monday morning full of podcasting tips, tricks, and news. So if you like this show, you might like this newsletter. To sign up, just go to the show notes and click the link. Thanks for listening and happy podcasting.